Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. George Klyovkov is the Pac-12 commissioner. He's sliding into the booth now. Booth, between the hedges, whatever we're yeah. calling this thing. It's feeling very Georgia here. It is. You yeah. know, we. I think we need a little brick, though. A little, a little make it, I don't know. It looks <laughs> fine. I, hey, I appreciate you giving some time for us. What, Absolutely. What was hey, it before, like? Before yeah. we jump in, yeah. I know Coach Prime couldn't be here. Yeah. So um, am I supposed to call you BFT? Yeah, you yeah, could do okay. or, or the truth. Just call, I was going to I was going to say just truth. Yeah, I got You know? I need a nickname so that <laughs> so that we can have that going back <laughs> like and we forth. We can go back and forth. Um, what was it like for you today? All right, you're in a nightclub. Stepping onto the stage. <laughs> you're you're where the DJ is going to normally be, yeah. you know. Uh, you got a teleprompter. It's not a very natural setting to give a speech in. Yeah, these things are never yeah. natural, by the way. Yeah. But yeah, but that, that was interesting. But I actually thought, um, given that it's a nightclub, there were some video boards and some other kind of yeah. elements that we could light up, which I thought made it really special. And, the, by the way, the student-athletes loved it. Like, yeah. Loved it. And, and I care more <laughs> about that than anything else. I will tell you, this is the third football media day I've done. You'll recall the first one was – Three weeks into my job and a week after Texas and Oklahoma news yeah. broke. Second one was less than four weeks after UCLA and USC. So for me, this was a This layup. was a cake. This was the easy this one. Was <laughs> this, this was cake. This was not. Yeah. If it, if it keeps getting easier like this, yeah. yeah. Well, you knew there were going to be media rights questions. Sure. And I thought they were fair questions that were asked. I totally. mean, I, you know, I, don't know what, I don't know what you're going to say until you really have a deal to come forth with. But – I think you can help people out a little bit by just kind of shaping, you know, that you guys seem to have a confidence, you yeah. know, and the people that I've talked with, seem there seems to be a confidence about this conference right now that maybe wasn't present 10 months ago, 11 months ago. Yep. There was a lot more, I think, um, you know, a lot more up in the air at that point. Yep. But uh, don't mind that sound. That's just cornhole. Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> that's what, it's it's, behind my head. Yeah. Okay. All right, they're playing cornhole over there. But uh, help us with that. You know, the confidence that you hear from your board and your members, uh, you, you talked a little bit about it today, but help our listeners with why you feel that way. Yeah, well, it's, it's a combination of things. So I, listen, I think in the first couple months after UCL and USC, the whole conference is vibrating. No one knows who the next yeah. person to leave is. It's, it's just a really, really difficult time. And at some point that settles down and, you know, the, the 10 uh, schools say, okay, well, for the time being, we're committed to each other, but we have to get a media deal done. And what we've seen is over the last nine months or so, it's been the worst macroeconomic conditions for media and technology companies in decades, right? We've seen layoffs and other cost-cutting measures. We've seen bankruptcies we've seen you know banks going under yeah. <laughs> we you know we've seen uh writer strikes and actor strikes we've seen senior leadership changes at the media company i mean i yeah. i literally can do this for 20 minutes yeah. with it seems like almost every week for the last nine months there's been some craziness going on amongst our partners and the conversation we've been having in the boardroom is um in that kind of an environment you don't really want to be doing a media rights deal right yeah. because you're going to be in a place where you're leaving money on the table and your partner is not going to be very excited about doing the deal. So we have to be patient. Yeah. And uh, the board has been incredibly patient and candidly the athletic directors too. This is not easy for them, right? They're getting yeah. pressure 
left, right, and center from every constituent. So they've been very patient. Our media companies have been patient with us. You know, it, it, it works both ways. And what I have seen is that particularly in the last month or so, but, but even earlier than that, um, the macroeconomic conditions were getting better. People were getting past their layoffs and starting to reinvest, starting to think about more long-term planning. You know, we are very fortunate to have the only yeah. Power 5 meteorites available for the next six, seven years. That's a very attractive property. And people have started coming back to the table who were not able to be at the mm. table three months ago or six months ago. That helps the negotiation, certainly. Uh, yeah. There also seems to be a normalization of streaming that has happened in that last year that yeah. everybody is talking that that's eventually where everyone ends up. That you know, ESPN, Bob Iger comes out and says, hey, I, I, I know when. I'm not going to say when, but you know, direct-to-consumer, we're a streamer at some point. Yeah. Um, that Does that help hinder change? Uh, how does that help? Well, I, I think I think it doesn't change. I mean, we've I, I think it's an acknowledgement by Bob Iger that this is happening faster than people had previously anticipated. I think that's the case. But any time we were thinking about a media deal, first of all, you know, I'm not doing a 12 year deal. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's going to be a shorter deal. But but the shorter deal, even if it's pretty short, you still have to think about how the media consumption habits of people are going to change between the first year and the fifth year. Mm. And in a perfect world, you have a partner or partners that allow you to take advantage of how people consume media in year one and how people consume media in the last year of yeah. the deal. And I don't know how that's not a combination of traditional linear broadcast yeah. and digital. Yeah. Uh, both, both elements have to be in there. And, you know, at the end of the term, it may still be the case that there's still more people watching on broadcast, but not young people. Yeah. You know, I've got two early 20-year-old kids you know yeah, yeah they're not they're not they don't have a satellite or cable service they, yeah. and they won't have a satellite or a cable service yeah. ever i don't believe george kleofkoff with us uh settled debate in our household i say pac-12 has mishandled the messaging and with I've in the last say year that. <laughs> my wife says no they haven't yeah. if you don't have anything to say you don't need to say anything yeah and i think your wife also <laughs> pointed out that the board gets to make that decision yes. if, if i've heard correctly right yes and 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 that is the case right yeah. like there is nothing about the way the Pac-12 historically has carried itself that would say I should be out spending my last year doing tit for tat with all of the fan media that's been speculating about which of our schools is going to leave next week. By the way, that's been never ending yeah. for, for the yeah. last year. And the idea that I would spend any time or um, emotion on that and and like kind of feeding that, that narrative yeah. didn't make sense to me. I would say at the same time, I understood that there's a reputational risk about not defending your turf. And for me, the thing that indicated to me that we were on the right path about not being out there was I thought of everything that you could actually be harming, you could be actually harming recruiting. Yeah. Right? Like kids might say, well, I'm reading that you're not going to be in the Pac-12 or that school's not going to be in the Pac-12. And it turns out we're having our best recruiting year ever. So I look at that and go, yeah, that kind of – It's not hurting you. It's not hurting us. Yeah. Uh, the um, that that chorus that's out there, I, I I encounter that on a daily basis because I look I report what I know to be true, and yeah. I encounter people who go who are throwing outlandish things at me, and as I as I track them down, there's just nothing to it. Well, you do this weird thing yeah. that you know when I was in journalism school, we we learned which was sourcing stories and actually getting facts and yeah. confirming those facts before you report them yeah obviously the new world yeah. of you know kind of social media doesn't require yeah. people to have those kind of facts before they report stuff 
So it's just nonsense, left, right, and yeah. center for month after month after month. It'll be interesting to see what what happens or what the reporting looks like at, in the aftermath. Yeah. When you have a deal, when when everyone's on board and everything's signed, it'll be interesting to hear what what the shift will be. Oh, they yeah. didn't get they didn't get distribution, or right. I don't know what it'll be, but it'll be yeah. something. The way I think about it is, um, they will find something to criticize. That's fine. Uh, I in a weird way, think that this whole fans getting engaged in media rights, which we've never had before, but which is fascinating to me, has created this like kind of weird fan rivalry between the Big 12 and the Pac-12 that's yeah. never occurred before. I actually think it's great. Yeah. As soon as I get my media rights deal, I think Brett and I should sit down and yeah. figure out how to you know, solve it, <laughs> solve it on the field. Let, let's put that rivalry on the field. Have a let's, trophy. Totally. Play non-conference matchover, be, crossover. Yeah, I like that. And then I'll unmute all the uh, Big 12 fans that I've muted on Twitter <laughs> in the last year. George Klyovkov is with us, Pac-12 commissioner. Expansion, I want to pivot that way. You, you made clear again. You reiterated uh, it'll be media rights deal, grant of rights, signed, then a pivot to possible expansion. Yeah. I have that right? I've been nothing if not consistent on that. Okay. Is there a delay between each step, or does it happen bang, bang, bang? Is it well, the like, first the first two happen right yeah. right after each other because we've already negotiated the grant of rights. Yeah, like that's okay. ready to sign. So boom, boom. Now, now each school has to go through a process before they sign the grant of rights. Yeah, but they've done pre work to make sure that that's a very short time frame. Okay, like you know days, not weeks. Yeah. So we're seeing some of the signatory authority has been you, taken care you, of. You've been following those those yeah. things. Okay, yeah, that, that's deep in the weeds. Okay. of, of what I do every day. All but, right, but we've been doing that pre work. Uh, and then with respect to expansion, we've spent months preparing to extend invitations if that turns out to be the right thing based on the media deals we do. And that could move quickly or not. It probably depends on who we're inviting and what their circumstances are, particularly with their conference. It, could you help me with this. As you talk to media partners, I'm assuming you model, here's our conference as a group of 10 Here's a, at 11 with this school. Here's at 12. Yep. Here's at 13, 14, whatever. Yep. And then, so you're really modeling like four different deals, right? Well, I think pretty quickly you get uh, feedback from uh, the media partners about which schools. At the end of the day, uh, adding schools has to be accretive, which means the media partners are writing a bigger check. So, you know, they, they know who they value and who they don't. Uh, based on historic ratings, based on perform, you know, all the stuff that you would evaluate if you were sitting in their chair, and they pretty quickly give you that feedback. The, um, I guess, what would we call it? The uh, the way the conference is set up, you uh, do you need eight votes to approve expansion? Or you, you, it's uh, three quarters of the voting members of the board. Our board today is ten, so it would be eight out of ten. But the way the Pac-12 operates is we do things unanimously. Yeah. Like, you know, if, if someone vehemently opposes adding yeah. a school, even they might be the one dissenting vote. I don't think we're adding that school. Really? So I, it could just be, you know. I, that's that's just the way uh, it seems to operate. That's acad and, that's the world of academia. Yeah, but I, I'll tell you, the good part about that is usually when it's nine to one, in what I'm learning is that uh, the president and chancellor who is that one vote will um, agree. The, they'll go, hey. They'll okay. go, yes. Well, that's okay. a weird world. That academia I, world. I, I find it. Those are your bosses, so I know I, you can't. I, no, listen, I find it fascinating, and and like, 
uh, it's so nice to be in a room where you know, everyone else in the room is smarter than you and everyone else in the room is more accomplished than you and everyone else in the room has these like advanced degrees and have has risen to yeah. be a president of a Pac-12 school. You don't do that without being yeah. like a superstar. Look at Oregon State's president, Giotha oh Murthy. She, she's like 14. Yeah. She went to engineering college. <laughs> It you is know? a really impressive room and sometimes intimidating to present to. George Kafkoff with us. All right, you, so you pivoted to football today, so I'm going to pivot to football a little bit. Yeah. You've got a whole bunch of quarterbacks in the in the room today, co- coaches, yep. a lot of excitement. Do you think that um, the football season starts and we're no longer talking about media deal? Or are we talking about football? Well, you said you were going to pivot I'm to pivoting. football. You see and what then, I did? Then, yeah, you see what I did you, there? And then you tried to ask me timing <laughs> yeah. for the media rights. <laughs> So let's focus on football. Here's okay. what I can tell you. Patrol football is the best it's been in two decades, period, full stop. And the reason is because the schools have been investing. And that investment has paid off. And by the way, it paid off a lot quicker than I thought it was going to pay off. I thought this was a three- or four-year process. And in the second year, we're seeing that, that, that payoff. And I'll give you one statistic that your, you know, your listeners may know. But last year, we had eight quarterbacks in the Pac-12 who passed for 3,000 yards or more. Only the second time in the history of college football that's happened. By the way, the first time was the Pac-12 too. But only the second time that's happened in the history of college football. And the amazing part is six of those quarterbacks returned and are starting. And you probably interviewed all of them because they were all here today. Had them all. And so you got those six as the starting quarterbacks, uh, each of whom has had a 3,000-yard season. And then you layer in the folks that we've brought in to be quarterbacks in the other schools. Yeah. Oh, my God, we're going to light it up. The scoreboard's going to be, you know, fusing out. <laughs> a lot of fun to do that. And yeah. I, 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 will you, uh, non-conference games, do you have plans to be yes. at the big ones? Or, yes. You know, do you already know where you're going? Or I, I have a plan. It could yeah. shift based yeah. on outcomes. Will but, you be at the Texas Tech-Oregon game? Uh, I am not sure about that one. Yeah, because what else is that week? Is that Michigan? Uh, I think that's Michigan State. It's Michigan State, Washington. Uh, Washington, yeah. I think that's that week. Um that's second week of the season. That, yeah. That, that's also uh, Colorado hosting Nebraska. Oh, that's a big one. Which is that's a, big a tough one. one. Yeah, that's uh, well, they've got a tough schedule. You might schedule. have to be in multiple places <laughs> that, that weekend. Yeah. I mean, one, the week week one is really nice because we got a Thursday night game. Yeah. Florida's coming to Utah, yeah. and then I go to a Saturday game. So, um, yeah, we'll figure it out. But uh, yeah. it's it's my favorite time of the year because, obviously, once we get into conference play, yeah, I get to go to games, but I don't get to root. Right. And I, but like, it, I like rooting. It's supposed to be, you know, like when I think of the job of conference commissioner, we don't think about all the nonsense and the negotiations yeah. and all the stuff we've been talking about. We think about, you know, the football product and the basketball product. Yeah. And and so I, I hope we can get back to doing that. Um, I'm having fun reporting about it and writing yeah. about it and talking about it. I hope I'm doing a good job with it. But I appreciate you coming on the show. It's great to see you. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Okay. Leave it here. You got the bald face truth. Act 12 Media Day. You're listening to the Bald Face Truth. I am live from Resorts World Casino. Dan Landing, University of Oregon football coach, is with me. Uh, how you doing? How many interviews have you done today? Do you know? I've lost count, um, but I've been waiting for this moment. Yeah, this is, this the, is one. the one. This is the cream de la creme. <laughs> this is the one that I've been uh, excited to get to. Yeah. Look, how, how about you? How many today? Uh, 29. This is 30 It'll or is this 29? This would be 30. Let's go. Yeah. I'm all right. I yeah. could do another 30. Some of these guys knock off after you were, 15, you were 16. For this. Yeah, you were. This is what, you know, this is what you were put on the surface. My wife you. keeps texting me. She'll just text hydrate. 
That's all. That's like <laughs> well, all day long. Hey, you'd be proud. You can't see it. Yeah. But just so, if she's listening, she needs to look. There's so much uh, empty bottles on this table <laughs> right now. Container. It looks like we've gone from coffee to Gatorade. Yes. Now we're to water. Yeah. And I don't know what that mixed drink is. Yeah. That's. Over there. I'm gonna. I'm gonna graduate. It'll be a Crown and Coke in about five minutes. There you go. Um. All right. So, uh, what are people asking you about? I'm. I'm curious. All these other radio stations. You could guess every question. Really? Yeah, you could guess every What's one. it like having Bo Nix back? That's right. What's it like having Bo back? What do you think of our conference? What? Yeah, you, you know all the questions. How is What did you learn, learn from year one? Year two. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. So I'll go different. So let's see if you can. Okay. Uh, where did you guys vacation this summer? All right. So uh, we, we went to Maui. We said we're, we're not. We went to Maui for a couple of days, and then my wife and I are from Missouri. We went back to Lake of the Ozarks. Yeah. Um, and hung out there with some family, and then and then we hung out in Oregon, man. Yeah, Lake of the Ozarks sounds really interesting. It is. What? Give me a scene setter. It's, I would say people watching Supreme. <laughs> um, you get all walks of life there. Yeah. And then it's crazy. You're on this lake that feels like it's somewhat in the middle of nowhere, yeah. and then you see this big yacht go by, way too big for the lake. But the right. lake's. I mean, it's a big lake. It's got yeah. more shoreline. Uh, I think than any other lake in the nation. They tell you when you arrive there. I'm sure they. they it's a big sign. They have right? a sign up yeah. that says "Welcome to America's Shoreline." Uh, Dan Lanning is with us. When you go to those places, are you able to decompress? Can you put your phone away? I try to. You, I try, know? With, you don't ever uh, check out, but I try to knock out a lot of my work early in the morning. My my family doesn't necessarily get up as early as I do, mm. so I can do the early mornings. I can kind of set up my phone calls sporadically throughout the day yeah but we 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 make sure we find time for the fam who's the early riser among your kids niles okay my, my middle son will get up and he's uh, the reader he's a reader yeah he's a reader and writer he's he's writing a book right yeah. now. yeah oh what's yeah. it on uh i don't know exactly okay but i'm gonna pick some sort of mystery a drama fantasy yeah. is what i would say man he's a great storyteller we did uh campfire stories the other day with s'mores and he had he had a pretty good campfire story you need a storyteller in the family. He's got yeah. it. He's, he's dialed yeah. in. You, what you need is your youngest is going to be the star athlete we'll see. or stuntman. Yeah. Stuntman. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, your middle is going to be, he's going to be writing Hollywood scripts. That's okay. And then the uh, the oldest, what do you think? Yeah, great question. The The musical score? Yeah. I, is he the know, musician? He, he's in the band. Yeah. He's in the band. I, uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah. he's a kind-hearted kid. It'll be interesting to see what he picks. He could up. be an actor. He, I think he would love that. Yeah. yeah I think he would he's love the that. actor. You got a stuntman. He's man, a movie gotta, guy. Yeah. He's a movie guy. We talked about that last year when you were on. You yeah. you gave us your movies. and kind of scared me because you had like- They're a little dark and depressing. Yeah. What have you been What have you been watching lately? You know what I want to watch? I haven't seen it yet. Is that Oppenheimer movie. Yeah, everyone's um, talking about it. Yeah, but I've been charged the last few nights. Uh, like, I'm in charge of picking movies at our house. So we, we've now made it to Men in Black. Okay. That was a big hit with the kids. They wanted to get to, uh, like, Men in Black 3 and 4. And I don't know how many there are, but yeah. you, I, I don't think they understand that it goes way down once you get to the next yeah. one. Yeah. What did we do the other day? Uh, twins. Okay. With Arnold yeah, and Danny, Danny DeVito. DeVito. That was a good yeah. hit with the boys. You know that was Astoria, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Filmed yeah. In Astoria. Well, and you know what else was the other Arnold Goonies. movie? Well, oh. the other Arnold Schwarzenegger movie filmed in Astoria. Kindergarten Cop. Kindergarten Cop. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Well I, done. I, I know a few movies. All right. All right. I, I'm not as good as you, but I know some movies. Have but... you seen The Prestige? It's, Tell uh, me about it. Uh, like two magicians that are like battling... Uh, Yes. I'm drawing a blank on I, names here. Give I know it, but Batman. I... Who, who's Batman? Uh, he's a great actor. I mean, he killed Christian it. Bale. Christian Bale. Yeah. And um, Hugh Jackman. Okay. Good movie. 
Yeah. Makes you think a little bit at the end. I think I've seen that. Is yeah. that a little older? It's a little, a little older. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 in the two thousands. What do you? What makes a good movie in your mind? Uh, surprise. Okay. Right. Like it doesn't end like you think it's supposed to end. Yeah. Right? I don't need. That's probably why I'm not big on the feel good stories and yeah. stuff like that. Like I need something that's like, oh man. Did you watch Memento? Oh yeah. Okay. I like Memento, but for that reason, it's a little different. Quirky. But I have other people who say it's a terrible movie. I don't understand it. And I'm like, it's that's it's not for everybody. Can you imagine waking up every day and not knowing what happened yesterday? It's like a mixture of Groundhog Day yeah. and like American History X or something. Yeah. It's different now. Yeah, you know. I like that. Uh, did, now, so did you ask? The, did these other guys ask you about your movies? No. Did they talk about your kids as stuntmen? None. So this is a different interview. We're already, already on a different path. If you give me a question I've been hit with, I'm going to say, John, I'm not answering that. Yeah. We interrupt this podcast with a special announcement from the Bald Face hey, sorry Truth. to interrupt the podcast, but if you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.